This is the Rise and Be Rich Show, where we focus on accelerating your business one masterclass at a time. Here are your hosts, Ahana and Daniel. If you could share your story and your journey and create a massive personal brand online, what would that do to your business and your earning potential? So what if we allowed that personal branding to create a massive following on your social media? What if your brand could help you navigate any and every change in the market? And that's what we're going to talk today with a special episode on personal branding. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rise and Be Rich. We create these shows and episodes to help people who are either thinking of starting a self-employment or a business uh, or have a business, and now they are ready to scale through high-growth marketing strategies. So we love serving our coaches, our consultants, our wellness business owners, and small business owners who are in this community. And what would be more high-growth than learning about building your personal brand. And today we are really fortunate to have Indian television star and Bollywood choreographer Rupal Tyagi. And she's gonna share her story with us, how she built up her brand and career on social and other media. Now, for those of you who follow Indian television, you will, uh, you will know her from her TV shows, including her reality TV show, Big Boss. But even for people like me, and I've been out of India for over two decades, I'm still very partial to Indian dance and music. <laughs> so when we used to go back to India, I used to watch, I used to, find and, and watch the, this show called Chalak Diklaja, which was a dance show, and Rupal was one of the seasons in it. So she has also choreographed hit songs in Bollywood movies, so let's welcome her to the show. Thank you for joining us, Rupal. Thank you so much. That was such a warm and nice welcome. I mean, I suddenly, uh, you know, you never really articulate your journey like on your own, but when someone else does that for you, it just sort of, for me, every time it's baffling because it's like, oh my God, wow, this is where my life has come. So thank you so much for that warm welcome. It's, it's really lovely meeting you and you know, you've, you've got such an amazing energy. But the first question I really wanted to get to you because, you know, we're doing, uh, we are interviewing experts from Praram. And as you know, you as an actor uh, and as an entrepreneur, you must have gone through so many ups and downs in your life um, you know we go through all these these challenges in our journeys but with the big challenges that we are facing right now across the globe what would your advice be to write this change okay so first of all i think um, you know i'll keep my journey aside let's talk about the current situation because you know yeah. when we actually step up to struggle um, the challenges that we face are very different when, you know, especially you're trying to build yourself as an actor and, you know, you don't come in from the industry. So that's a different uh, ball game altogether. But uh, in terms of what's happening around the world right now, I think uh, one big lesson that we've all learned is that uh, change is going to happen. Change is an yeah. inevitable. And somehow nobody ever prepares us for that. People are always telling you, um, you know, Okay, when change happens, this is now how you will change. But the process of changing from point A to point B, nobody really ever focuses on that change. You know, um, suddenly life throws a new challenge at you and you find yourself in a new place. And now it takes you a while to actually adjust to that and, and figure out what to do there. So yeah. there are two 
aspects to this one is the mental aspect you know one there will probably be a physical change in your life um, what you were doing before what you will be doing tomorrow that's a physical change but there is also a very mental and emotional change that comes along with this and somehow nobody nobody teaches you to be equipped for that change you know especially mentally because a physical change we find it easy we navigate somehow but how does one mentally bring ourselves emotionally and mentally to this new reality that you know you're faced with so i feel like uh, working on our mental structure uh, and how we actually think and feel yeah getting that somewhat in control becomes very important yeah no what what you were saying is is so true because i think we are going through a massive process of transformation and most of us don't really understand it uh, but you know you were talking about your personal story now is looking at your wikipedia page and that's very impressive uh, you've done so many shows and worked on such incredible projects but our global audience may not be aware of your backstory so i actually would like you to share a little bit of your back backstory tell us a little bit about what you're doing and how you you know your journey because that would give context to what you just said because i'm sure this journey has brought this transformation pro process um you know in the forefront for, for you yes that's true so i started very young i started when i was 16 and um, you know i come from this city called bangalore in india mm -hmm. and which is really far away from where uh, the so called bollywood you know the hindi film industry is but i always wanted to be a part of it and i was a born dancer so i was very good at picking up steps you know from uh, you know all all sorts of movies and music videos and and copying them and so i spent my entire childhood um just dancing that's all i did even in school that's the only thing i focused on and i had a very supportive family i mean they still support me and you know they encourage me for whatever i want to do so sort of i was nurtured and you know i was i by the time i was 16 i was brilliant at dancing so i was spotted in a dance competition in uh, bangalore by a bollywood choreographer and she asked me to come assist her in mumbai mm. now since i was very young i didn't know what was going you know be in store for me i just followed my dreams and i came to the you know gorgeous land of mumbai which is mm -hmm. called the city of dreams and i just started working with her and that's all i focused on for like the next 2 years that's all i did uh, i was also simultaneously studying so but trust me i was never really focused there but you know it was something that my parents just wanted me to do you know in yeah. intense so i kept studying also but uh, my focus was entirely on choreography and two years down the line i knew that um while teaching actors is great every time i used to teach them and i was on that stage in front of the camera or on that set i knew i had to be in front of it and not behind it you know the camera so that's when my actual struggle started and um, i quit working with this career before and i started looking at movies and television and i was lucky enough to bag in a, a very good show as the lead protagonist on a, a very popular channel here which is ztv back in 2007 i guess mm. so just like a year and a half of struggle and and uh, i was you know on a show already i was all over mumbai city on hoardings and stuff that's where my daily soap journey began and back to back i did shows but none of these shows were like huge hits they were shows that just came on air and went off air in a couple of months but um, a couple of years back i did a show sapne suhane ladakpan ke which was again a ztv show and it was a humongous hit so that's where my life changed sort of because 
finally you know the money was coming in and you know i was being recognized everywhere yeah. and post that i did the reality shows chalak this and that so now i know i'm making it sound very easy like okay things just happen but there is a lot of struggle and self growth that's involved yeah. in even yeah. bagging um one show after another show because any actor in fact any creative person would tell you this that more than our actual job we spend our time trying to find a job and this is all over the world so i'm pretty sure every uh, artist across the planet is going to agree that you know we get a gig and then we're waiting for our next gig and then our next gig so uh, it's that wait period where you really need to keep your sanity and um, make sure that you know you don't go haywire and and you are seen when the next project comes to you so initially i was very blessed uh, but after sapne suhane and jhalak diklaja and big boss after these reality shows and stuff i decided to take a conscious break uh, of you know not working for a while because i had done so much i spent my whole teenage just working 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 so i just wanted to like live my life i actually didn't even realize when i turned 25 like i was like oh my god okay i'm 25 now what do i do now so i, I took a break and um, quite honestly post break getting work became a big task but thankfully you know even that happened for me and i did a show called shakti on so yeah that was my journey it had its ups and downs like i think the down was actually right after my biggest success because now i was sort of comparing it to that success and not to my other previous struggles so it's a i think it's a game of perception yeah but you know beautifully said because the same thing applies to entrepreneurship i mean i started my first business i still remember it's just you know my little house uh, back in singapore i was in singapore at that time and um, mm-hmm. that was back in 2005 and it's, it's exactly like this you go up and you go down you struggle and struggle and struggle and you've got to stay super focused and um some of the biggest projects so I, I there's a there's a company that I ran, ran in Singapore we were only five women and we were distributing to the body shop and Panasonic can you name it but after the biggest success came another dip like big dip uh-huh. so we have to be prepared constantly prepared for that and one of the things that really uh jumped out at me you were, when you were sharing your story you said i just you know i just followed my passion like <laughs> it's like um there's no other way i just i'm just following my passion and i think um our community which is predominantly an entrepreneur community and uh, they know that with the marketing they have to sort of tell their story they have to be out there that to really you know be focused be passionate about what they're chasing and then have build a personal brand and a lot of uh mm-hmm. mindset and a lot of transformations required to build that that personal brand to authentically show up every single day in spite of all of these struggles in in front of people so how do you how do you uh, get out of the fear of sharing your story and authentically be there online as you're going through all of these struggles knowing that there's backlash there's struggle but you're still showing up every day um you know whether it's this the beginning of your career or even now you're doing that so a few right. few maybe to uh, for our entrepreneur community well i would want to say this okay because i've realized this whenever i'm talking to even younger girls and most of my following is all these young women you know who are trying to become um something right now and working hard towards it i think this is our generation's biggest problem and even actually previous generations where the fear you know of failure stops us even before we actually try 
so i uh, you know i myself have dealt with this a lot but as an actor you're constantly giving an exam in the form of auditions you know so you know you're constantly either winning or losing so you sort of we get beaten down to the core that you know you get used to failing and somewhat you know that fear somewhere dissolves but every time i'm in front of the camera trying to you know audition i know it's you know somewhere in the back of my mind that nervousness is there so i'm pretty sure it's the same with you know entrepreneurs or whoever is trying to make it in the world that fear of failure is always there and where does fear stem from fear stems from overthinking it you know you're already thinking about what may happen what may not happen what has already happened so fear is basically about the past or the future in the moment when you're faced in that situation and if you just go for it you know when you're absolutely present there you don't have fear you know your hormones take over that's what they call the adrenaline rush where you know you yeah. jump off that cliff and you just go for it so i think that's where uh, techniques from say mindfulness would come in i don't want to you know start teaching like one of those people right now is talking oh, no, no. about positivity and being in e- the moment every day meditation has saved me heaps yes <laughs> yeah. so i i i i'm sure then you get it you know what i'm saying because if you are actually present in the moment there is no fear because you either do or die so yeah. it, the fear comes in only when you're thinking about what may happen or what has already happened so i think the biggest tip is mindfulness i think people anybody who's trying to do anything on the planet anything even if it's just raising children you know i mean that's a big responsibility uh i don't know why people take it so lightly like okay i have kids and you know i'm bringing this child up it's a huge responsibility you're bringing up this the future generation so being mindful even there uh i think is 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 an absolute must so that's i think one tip i want to give everybody that it's important to be present in where you are only then you can navigate yeah well said well let's let's shift some gears a little bit because i wanted to also talk about the fact that you you have a great following on instagram uh what kind of channels are you using or would you recommend to start building your personal brand uh and what are some other things that you do uh, in in terms of you know your daily what, what do you do in order to maintain that that personal brand Okay about social media so uh when my show was on air none of uh, these platforms were huge in india like instagram facebook i mean we knew instagram exists but i was never really active i thought it was something to do with me and my friends you know i never looked at it as a business module or something that i can actually use to build my personal brand but as years of progress we can all clearly see that even before we interact with somebody the first thing we're doing is we're checking their instagram profile and uh, you know how many followers they have and things like that so a lot of people you know my contemporaries have actually even gone about and bought fake followers and i think that's a trend which is slowly dying down now thankfully because you know you that number is there but a lot of people get fooled by that anyway so i was i joined the instagram uh, game much later in fact i've just been active now in the last uh, 12 13 months and uh, i've been i've been so blessed with the kind of um, response i'm getting even though you know my show is not on air right now per se and in the last 4 months during the lockdown people have really in- been like interested in what i've had to say the main thing i realized here was that uh, one this is very technical which people always you know ignore they say be yourself on social media and you know say things that are coming from your heart whatever Th- these things will only work when you're presenting yourself in a in a good way 
so it is very important that you know you are using the right tools and technologies also like for example you want to click a picture you need a good camera if you are going to put up pixelated pictures and you have the best of things to say or portray it's not going to work it is a visual medium it took me a while to realize this you know that um, i'm putting out stuff i'm saying things i want to say uh, why is it that people are not really uh, finding my videos attractive or you know listening to me or whatever i have to say so when i realized that instagram per se is a visual medium and i started improving on the way i was recording stuff it made all the change that was needed so um that's one thing that one technical aspect a lot of people don't take care of like it's a visual medium so make it very visually appealing however that is you know that's up to you there you can tweak it but when you have something important to say you should make sure that it reaches a lot of people so that's when i started building and i think over the last 2 3 months i've gained uh, around 30k followers just in the last 2 3 months you know because everyone's at home right now and this is a great time to make content so Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that that's is my that is a really really good thing right now. Content is going to lead, you know, in in every single channel. It doesn't matter what social channel that that you're using, but what you said that is very important to have a specific voice and to that whenever you want to go out there and share your story and share your message, try to reach as many people as you can. Is there anything else that you do consistently every day to make sure that you you maintain this other than you know of course uh taking care that uh, your you know the, the quality of what you're putting out is is good are you do you have a content calendar or is this something that you share yeah, yeah. so i've checked my target audience you know and uh, i think it's important for everybody to really understand who their target audience is and who are the people who are actually following them on social media So when I realized that uh, most of these girls who are following me are 18 to 24 years old, and you know they're in the cities of uh, Mumbai, they're in Delhi, or most of them are in Egypt, South Africa, because that's where my show was on air. So what does an 18 to 24 year old girl want? So if I'm building my personal brand and say I want to speak to this particular age group, what is it that they really want to see? How do I lure them in and then say stuff that's actually relevant? Because I may talk about uh, you know world peace if they are not interested and it's not going to get through to them my effort is going for a waste and and you know I'm basically just wasting time and energy yes. so like the one thing that i found was when i'm building my personal brand this is this is what i like i actually do a diagram and i said this is me uh, i am somebody who's you know authentic i will not be using a lot of filters so you know my audience will now know that the way they're seeing me is just me okay i this is me but i can also be this glamorous person so i'm going to put on makeup and i'm going to talk to you about you know body positivity that you can be both you can be extremely glamorous and you can be this person who roams around without filter both are okay so who's who's rupal tyagi now she's somebody who's encouraging these girls to be themselves whatever that themselves is whether you are somebody who loves glamour and filters also even whatever so basically i'm now the person who can actually encourage you to be yourself second what do i want to talk to these women about i want to make sure that they don't make the same mistakes that i did i can help them through my experience so how do you deal with failure how do you handle your body how do you handle your mind how have i over the last 14 years of you know my career managed these things so i can share those tips with them but if i just like you know get on camera and i just start talking then it would sound like me preaching so how do i lure these young girls in i look pretty i put on makeup you know i put on some jewelry which they probably will be interested in once i've got their attention there 
that's when i say something to them that hits home no wonder these girls you know then get inspired and then they want to you know make changes to their lives and when i read those messages back on my social media i know that you know i'm doing something right so i'm staying authentic to what i am but also trying to make sure that i'm serving the people who are consuming my content because it's a two way street and that's the only way people are going to follow you if i just keep preaching they're not going to care if i don't understand what they really need they're not going to care it is a give and take it's like any market actually you know there is a, a consumer and there is a provider so the only difference here is it's digital i'm providing what they want to see and hear and yet being authentic to what i believe in yeah i mean what what you're saying is is classic niche marketing and it you really need to understand that in order to dominate or you know build authority in a market you need to know who you are you need to know who you're serving and you have to dominate that niche in a way that you're truly truly adding value to yes. you know your tribe so that's that's really that that's that's good. that's gold what you just said that's gold so <laughs> awesome so we are you know um speaking to you because you're going to be one of the panelists of Praram 2020 uh, for a lot of people who don't know or haven't seen the other videos this is a two day event around the change that we're seeing in the world that is prompting this massive shift into moving online learning online teaching online and even earning online so could yes. uh, could you let us know a little bit about what you would be sharing in Praram so i basically want to be that person who uh, you know like they've labeled me the youth icon which i don't really consider myself but That's i want to be this person who's going to make this whole process of change simpler because what happens is this is what i'm going to talk about even there uh, people are either on this side of change or on that side of change but what about the process we need to sort of make that smooth you know make that gradual because we've all built up such you know huge ideas in our head on what's going to be on the other side how it should be how it shouldn't be that this whole process will then become a big big challenge if you are not accepting enough to see that okay maybe the things that you want if you are that rigid then you probably will have a tough time so my job here is going to be uh, to make that process simpler smoother uh I have some tips and tricks which I have used over the past because see our industry is very unpredictable at least mine is so I've learned these tips and tricks which is what I'm going to share on Praram so that people can you know instantly start utilizing it and make this transition period smoother so that's my goal awesome and uh, we have the link of the Praram with all of the videos that that are going all the experts that we are getting uh, in from Praram and I will share that link with you Thank you so much for your insights for fi- and finding the time to hop on to the show uh, because no, thank uh, you so much. You, you give us a lot of great tips on high growth marketing and this community. That's that's what they're looking for. So thanks very much. But very quickly before um, I go, can you? Um, so your Instagram is at r o p a l t y a g i o six. Am I right? Zero six. Yes. Yeah. So at Rupal Tiagi zero six, is there anywhere else you would like to direct the audience's attention? Um, no, as of now, Instagram because that's my sole focus. I am active on Facebook and Twitter, but not so much because I'm trying to create a visual experience more than you know words. That's not something I'm very good at. So Instagram, it is. 
Yeah, but your messages are good. I've seen some of your messages <laughs> on there with the photos and they're awesome. So yeah, so I use them as captions, you know, sort yeah. of like, yeah. see, like I said, I'm luring them in with, <laughs> because my target audience is, you know, these young girls, that is why. So I'm going to show them a great picture of me looking really gorgeous and then bam, write something in the caption that may just hit yeah. them. And you know, like if, uh, you know, one, when you're listening to this and then you go and open up your, you know, her Instagram uh, account, just look at how, you know, what she's talking about the niche and how she's, you know, putting, putting those ideas and captions and the images there because it, it, was, it was a lot of fun for me because I, I love going through people's accounts and see how they're doing their marketing. So it was a lot of fun for me. So awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. So if you guys want to get hold of our high growth marketing trainings, which you do free of cost on our inner circles and groups, you can join us at uh, hanalara.com forward slash high paying packages. When you go to this link, you'll uh, download our guide on how to create and promote high paying packages in whatever niche you're in to create a high growth online business. So that's www.ahanalara.com forward slash high paying packages. That's one word. And that's a wrap. Please join us as we interview several other speakers from Prime 2020 and other experts from around the world who give us high growth marketing insights. I'll see you again on another show of Rise and Be Rich. Bye for now.